Fuck yes, welcome back to Happy New Year. It's always Brian Dressel with me. As always, is Jonathan Hardesty. I'm here. Emily Blake. Hi. And nobody else. Uh, Chewie has to go get her foot looked at because uh, because she she ran in the wrong shoes. Poor Chewie. <laughs> I feel so bad. She almost broke her ankle while trying to train for a half marathon. She's just not um, having the luck with that. Yeah. Is she still going to run? I don't think so. Um, she was debating on it, but that's Weak. Part, yeah. Weak, Chewie. <laughs> what the fuck is she thinking? <laughs> Who needs ankles? <laughs> Um, <laughs> just toss yourself down the road. <laughs> yeah, just roll. They're just there for decoration. <laughs> yeah. Run like that Google AI that, had, that I've been seeing on Facebook where it's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Mid-coffee break. Okay, uh, and then we have uh, back from, what, a week ago. We have two, Jason two, two weeks, weeks ago? ago? Two weeks ago, I think. You I mean? think it was only one week in podcast land. In, oh, really? In our world, it's only been one week. Right. Well, I'm back. Yeah, huh? you're back. Hello, Jason Blackman. Hi, Jason. From outer Hello. Space. Uh, I have you on this week because I saw this movie with you in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were one of the only people uh, I knew and hang out with uh, regularly. Who was like, "Yeah, we need to go see that movie." I'm, I was genuinely excited. Yeah, I, uh, even Chewie was kind of like, "I know we have to see it." <laughs> and, and what's funny is my girlfriend said the same thing. I know yeah. you guys, you really want to see it. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know we're gonna end up at it at some point. Uh, and then, God, I haven't seen you in nearly ten years. We have Chris so Hayden long. on. It's been so long. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I mean, uh, when we were in college together, you were known as the guy who had made a Power Rangers short film. Yes, <laughs> which I still haven't seen. It's one of those things that's always it's uh it's in development. We'll go it's with that. still in development. Yeah, <laughs> ten I mean, years later. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then uh, it's been so long that now I need to figure out how to like plus up all the footage because the sizing was so different even like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, so that's the newest. Um, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, plus up 720. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I'm, I'm proud to be the Power Rangers guy wherever I go. So. Yeah. But yeah, you rocked the uh, pink Power Ranger hoodie at the opening night of this one, right? Yeah. I went yeah. to the opening night, uh, rocked the hoodie, rocked the communicator. Um, and some guy in the lobby was like, let me take a picture with you. And I was like, okay, cool. And it turned out to be John Gattins, the writer from the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I was like, hey, worth, totally worth, the, totally worth the, the pink hoodie in public. Yeah. And then you were on a uh, Power Rangers podcast for a while, weren't you? Yeah, I did uh, a Ranger cast, which was a podcast back in the day. There's still oh. a bunch. There's more Power Rangers podcasts now. But um, yeah, I loved to just kind of jump in. It was like it was definitely more in college than when I first moved out here when I had a yeah. little more Wait, a little more what? free time. <laughs> Wait, I just so I, I'm sorry to step a uh, Power Rangers podcast. Does that mean you would go back and look at old episodes or would you go up to date like it would talk about the recent episode that aired? It would talk about the recent episode that aired. So that was probably Holy in hell. like 2000, 2008 or so because the show's been on consistently yeah. for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2008, um, what season was that? Oh gosh, uh, 2008. That had to be Dino or something. I think SPD. That's the one with the big dog chief, right? Ah, uh, yeah. That turns into a ranger with the big ears in his helmet. Shadow Ranger, yes. <laughs> I uh, saw some of that with the Twitch live, the yep. Twitch stream of Power Rangers, and I was like, "Oh, interesting." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. I missed it. Yeah. Interesting. No, uh, we actually have friends who are good friends with the Yellow Ranger from that series. Monica. Yeah, yeah. Love Monica. Some good shit. And uh, now we're diving down a deep nerd hole that nobody else here cares about. So let's move into. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, what are we here for? Yeah, uh, let's talk a quick. Where have you been doing? Uh, I'll go first. I saw Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm. and it was fine. <laughs> oh come on! It was fine. It was fun. Sure, Compared- parts of it were. I mean, it was fine. What did you think of the end credit scene? The end end credit. That scene. was great. 
that was the funniest. That was the best joke in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but no, otherwise, I mean, it was just, it's not made for people in their thirties. It is made for teenagers and that's fine. That's so fair. was the movie that we're talking about today. It definitely that's why is. I like yeah. And I can totally get into that. It's fine. Um, but if that was the audience they're going for, they put the wrong Peter Parker, they put the wrong Spider-Man in the suit. That should have been a Miles Morales movie. It was mm-hmm. the wrong choice. I would have loved to see yep. And the fact that they hinted at him even made that insult worse. This was, it was, in my opinion, it was the wrong person to Spider-Man I, I think Did you have it's... fun? Sorry. Not really. Oh. I thought it was fine. I watched Robert Downey Jr. cash a paycheck. He did not want to be in that movie at all. Like, and it was fine. There were some good jokes. It was entertaining, but I mean, it was fine. I think it's interesting you mentioned Miles Morales because I've seen a lot of people, and I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen a lot of people go, oh, this diverse casting. Look how diverse mm-hmm. this movie is. I heard there's barely any women in it, but also, like. There's, uh, there's, uh, um, uh, two. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're talking <laughs> two and about. Two and a half if you count Ant-Man. They're talking yeah. so much She's about diverse, in the movie. diverse casting and, like, rewarding it for diverse casting because, like, they had a non white Spider Man and they ignored him to go yeah. back to the well. So, let I mean, yes, great diversity, but let's not give them too much credit because yeah. they still won't put. They yeah. don't get a cookie for it. Yeah. yeah, no cookie for Spider-Man: Homecoming. I mean, they get a raisin cookie, half of one maybe. Yeah, I'll give them half a raisin cookie. Half a raisin cookie, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I'm not going to be rushing out. Like, I will happily watch a sequel. I think Tom Holland did a good job with the character. I'm not like annoyed that he is Spider-Man. I thought he did fine. All in all, I think the movie. I give it like a seven out of ten. It's not the best movie ever. It's middling for Marvel. It was. It was okay. It was definitely worth your time. But everyone telling you it's the best Marvel movie in the entire world. I think they're on crack. Did um, they not see Guardians two? I love Guardians two. It was Guardians great. It actually told a story. It had consequences. It was fantastic. This movie starts and basically ends in the same place. It's it's okay. It is definitely worth your time if you like Spider-Man. If you don't, this is not going to win you <laughs> If you like status quo. Yeah. Uh, John, what about you? What have you been doing? Uh, so we recently grabbed a, the um, the Disney collection on Xbox. The uh, They repackaged the 90s Nintendo Disney collection games. <gasps> oh, yeah. So Chip and, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers 1 and 2, uh, oh, Darkwing wow. Duck, DuckTales 1 and 2, and Tailspin from the uh, NES era. DuckTales Fuck that shit. They were promoting they, this like crazy at WonderCon. It yeah, looked awesome. They added a rewind feature so you can basically win without any problem just to get through the games to experience them. And they made them just so you could experience the game and not have to be too hung up on the difficulty, which I still was. I got worse <laughs> at games, apparently. It was and, just a different way to play back then. Yeah. But then there's also like bo- uh, boss modes where you can just fight all the bosses and do a time attack for that. They've added so much stuff and all this like behind the scenes stuff. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Because my headphone keeps popping out and it's just that. Um, you can keep talking. It's okay. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll let <laughs> you know. All right, good, good. Uh, but yeah, really fun. It was on sale, so it was really cheap. And if you want to have a hit of nostalgia for the Nintendo era, I would recommend it. Cool. Jason, what about you? Um, before everyone goes out to watch Game of Thrones this Sunday, the, I've been watching The Defiant Ones. You mean last Sunday? Oh, yeah, because, yeah. Yep. Last Sunday. <laughs> that's when podcasts, that's when yeah. podcasts go out. Yeah. T- timey well, no. We are talking to the future. <laughs> we also um, know which guy they cast for the doctor. Yep. Right now. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited about uh, that guy who I'm was really cast. excited about the black lady that they cast. <laughs> is that, is really the, it's rumored, but is this going to be, is that actually going to be her? Because, I mean, it's been rumored Who? a lot. Oh, no, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't think it is. It's what's her name from um, the Netflix, not Netflix show. The I don't pay any attention to those rumors because there's been so many rumors. And people, this is absolutely yeah. the person. And then there was that. Okay, we'll get. You know what? Let's not get. It's going yeah. It's a. It's I a can deep rant like yeah, for the rest of the hour definitely. about this. This uh, whole. Topic, I'm sure so. you'd rather than talk about Power Rangers, yeah. but no. <laughs> <laughs> on a on um, on a complete shift from everything you guys talk about, from everything that probably goes that in the nerd geekdom world. 
The Defiant Ones on HBO. Mm-hmm. It's four episodes. They're about each episode is a little over an hour to an hour twenty five, and it's just about uh, Jimmy Iovine and uh, Dr. Dre's rise. And despite I heard this is fantastic, despite yeah. the controversy behind Dr. Dre and what he's and what he's been accused of versus what he's gone to jail for, uh, it still is an unbelievably cool thing to watch and the storytelling they do in it is really fun they really dive deep in finding footage from throughout their past and for dr dre's story for at least the first two episodes it's interesting to watch that versus what you saw in straight out of compton but in jimmy Iovine's story it's just the most insane stories that are just really cool and the way they recreate them is great um, the the show literally the first minutes of the show open up with the fact that um, they talk about how they sold Beats by Dre to Apple, and how on Friday the um, and how on Friday the day where they basically said okay we're gonna do this deal on Monday or they they're gonna do this deal next week Jimmy Iovine says to Dr. Dre don't go anywhere don't tell anyone anything just don't do anything almost like Robert De Niro in Goodfellas where don't buy anything flashy just just have a normal weekend, stay at home, and then that night, uh, Dr. Dre gets drunk with the actor Tyrese, and they're on Facebook screaming how they're going to be billionaires. And so, and and rumors go start go flying through the um, through finance world, going like, oh, Beats is going to be sold to Apple and all that. It was just really, it's a really, and the way they tell that, even that story is amazing. I'll have to check it out. It's a really, like, for four hours, it's an amazing documentary. Awesome. Nice. Emily, what about you? Uh, About two years ago, I decided to watch Star Trek. All of it. So I started with Enterprise because chronological order, why not? Um, And then uh, I am now in season five of Voyager, of seven. I have like seven seasons of Voyager. I I have taken periodic breaks and then gone back to it. But like I actually had seen maybe two episodes of Voyager. It's the one show I barely watched any of. So now I'm like almost at the end of it and I've been watching it like like I've been I've been mainlining this one pretty hard because I hadn't <laughs> seen so many episodes that I'm like, what's gonna happen? I don't I don't know. I know how the like the overall show ends, but like relationships, I don't know. I keep uh I, and my roommate is like a Star Trek obsessed person. So I'll be like, but are Janeway and Chakotay ever gonna get together? And he's like, no. And I'm really <laughs> distraught by that. Or like there's an episode I'm really into Balana and Tom's relationship cuz I'm a relationship shipper. I totally am, dude. I love that shit. I love romance and sci-fi stories. And and like there was an episode where Tom and Balana got married and I was like Brian, my roommate's name is Brian. And I was like, Brian, Brian, they're getting married. I'm so happy. And then at the end of the episode, it turns out, no, that was just like a different, not, they're not getting married. And I was like all crushed. So this has like been fun because I don't, I don't know how this turns out. And I'm very excited because there's still Star Trek mystery to me. Um, But that's been fun. I really enjoy a lot of episodes of Voyager. There's some duds, but a lot of them are really cool. And the quality, like the show was pretty good. And then I think adding seven of nine was one of the best decisions they could possibly have made on that show because she brought so much, like you can see the, like the show gets so much darker, more serious, more like about something really deep. And she's amazing. And also uh, I would die if I had to wear that costume. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I told myself I was going to watch all of Star Trek and I started about a year ago. I made two episodes in. I'm like, nah, I don't like it. Oh, that was the end. I'm so sad because it was. You got to power through. Not every episode's good. My journey through Star Trek, a two act play. 
by Brian. <laughs> <laughs> episode one, not bad. Episode two, I'm good. Yeah, I never did the series. I just did the movies. Oh well, and these were included in my watch. Not the not the like the the OG movies, the J.J. Uh, Abrams movies. Uh, those are also great. I to Star Trek. If I was like that desert island, you can only bring one movie question. Star Trek 2009 would be the one I'd bring. I never really? tire of watching really? that movie. Yes, I never get tired of watching that movie ever. Uh, Chris, what about you? Where have you been doing? Uh, well, I went with, uh, I, I actually read this right after the movie, the Power Rangers movie came out, and I reread it this week for homework. Uh, but I was doing uh, Power, the Power Rangers Aftershock comic, um, which fans probably know about, but kind May of more casual. look at it? Yeah, go for it. It's oh, here on the table, yeah, just so you guys the... know. Along with your copious notes on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was very thorough. Um, but the Power Rangers Aftershock comic picks up right after uh, the movie uh, leaves off. And they don't get, uh, they can't do too much, obviously, because they don't want to trump any potential sequel, which I may or may not have it at this point. Ah, uh, the extended universe woes. Yeah. Sort of property. Uh, but it was, it kind of picks up where the city uh, uh, is in the aftermath of Rita's attacks and uh, with FEMA coming in and that sort of thing. Um, it's from Boom Studios, who was, uh, I think, within the last two years, kind of relaunched this alt-universe uh, Power Rangers timeline, which the comics have been, I mean... A lot of the fans would concur that it's worlds above the stuff they're doing on the show, it's which is fantastic. fair. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've bought all the comics at this point because of the hype. Uh, after the hype, <laughs> um, but I actually I haven't read uh, the the series comics. This is the only comic I read from Boom Studios, but um, they've been doing some really cool work, really cool artwork, um, a lot of a lot of uh, caring treatment that some of the the past installments of the series haven't necessarily reflected. Um, but it has way more power rangering than the actual movie itself, which is cool. Um, and you can check that out at your local comic store or um, the Power Rangers uh, steelbook from Target comes with the mini version of the comic if you're looking to check that out. So um, oh, cool. I highly recommend it uh, just for the sake of being a completionist and checking out the story and seeing kind of the little winks they give and a little more uh, detail where you can't necessarily get into the exposition in the movie, but it deals with like, you know, Rita's, uh, like, enchanted gold that's left behind and, like, how that affects the city um, and that sort of thing. So it's uh, it's cool. I recommend it. I'll have to check it out. I haven't read that one. I've been reading the uh, the series just when the trades came out. I was buying the books every month when they're coming out. And yeah. Just, I kind of fell behind because each book dedicates the last third to this really annoying bulk and skull story that mm. I don't care about at all. And I'm like, I'll just wait till the trade comes out and I can just skip all that bullshit. But yeah, they've done a couple annuals at this point um, and they're doing like side offshoot stories like they're doing. They just announced some um, the original Rangers. Yeah. In, like 1963, I think. Yeah. Um, so it should be interesting. They get, I mean, obviously it's all timeline, so they get to do kind of whatever they want without worrying about the repercussions on like the continuity of the series. But well, it picks up right after, yeah, that's the actual first issue and the back of that thing. But yeah, it picks up right after, uh, Jason is no longer mind fucked by Rita mm. and then it gives an alternate, like what happened after that. So that's where it picks up in like the show and then just does its own thing. Got it. And it's, it's awesome. If you like Power Rangers at all or liked it when you were a kid, that book is fantastic. Um, speaking of Power Rangers. Speaking of Power Rangers. Uh, so we watched a movie this week, and we all loved it. No. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> is this a mixed table? It is a mixed uh, table. It's it, just me versus the world right now. <laughs> no, no, that's that's okay because I can see it from both sides. This yeah, is an okay I, movie, but like, and I'm yeah. very mediocre on it. Great, I'm total okay. middle. And I'm it's full blown flawless. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> I was about to let's, say we're going to arm wrestle, but break that's it not down. a good idea for me. I think you have a distinct advantage in that. Uh, you'd be surprised at how weak <laughs> these things are. 
Um, but yeah, you got, so, you got production coordinator arms, <laughs> <laughs> which means nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the movie came out earlier this year. It did uh, not that great. Cost a hundred million, made it eighty five stateside, made like another I think fifty overseas. I think That's ended around all it made overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred forty, hundred forty worldwide. Yeah, wow. uh, it did not do well. And apparently, the director is still pushing really hard to get a sequel out there because this movie has a ton of nods to mm-hmm. it, but. We don't know yet. Well, they put this movie together thinking that they had six movies, seven movies to play out the storyline on, yeah. um, which was probably one of its cardinal sins. Yeah, that, that was a, that's that. an ambitious goal for a, a 90s franchise. Plan like, for the one movie you have. Yep. Yeah. Make yeah. that the best you can. Yeah, and then you can leave little nods for sequels, but you don't need to, like, all right, so here's this huge open door that we're not going to walk through. Yeah. Um, Lost in Space comes to mind. <sighs> oh. Mm. I'll I never get that. over now. I, I enjoyed that movie. I love Lost. That movie. But it was so set up, so like, yeah, we're going to get sequels and more sequels. Yeah. And- what do you mean Joey? nobody saw it? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those DVDs that came if you like bought a DVD player. And That's how I got it. <laughs> DVDs. Yeah, my dad's how my dad got it. Yeah. I'm Grant, I saw it in theaters twice because I'm a dork. I'm but, of the yeah. opinion it needs to be on Criterion. Yeah, I totally agree. Yep. Heather Graham needs to have at I'd least one that. movie on not Criterion, right? <laughs> yeah. Boogie Nights isn't on Criterion? Oh, that one might be. Yeah. I kind of forget about that one. <laughs> but that she's back, in a good movie. Circling back to box office, I think yeah. that like the box office didn't do that great. It didn't do that great internationally. But if there's anyone who would push through a sequel and put, throw that money behind it anyway, it would be Heimspawn. Yep. Yeah, it's that. Um, and, uh, completely the, agree. And the toys sold. The toys sold. And yeah. the home end has been, uh, Pioneers has been at the top of the home end charts for two weeks hmm. now. Yeah. So we might not see a theatrical release, but they yeah. might do like a Netflix thing there's a chance I've been trying to read about like other ways like they they really want to make a sequel they just make it financially viable first um so I will wait very agonizingly <laughs> for a sequel that I might never get yeah but before we dive into this thing too far I think it's time for a breakdown 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 uh John are you ready <laughs> I'm good Chris are you ready oh this is on me yep okay are you ready? I mean, uh, we'll try it out. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Okay. So, Chris, Power Rangers in 30 seconds. Here we go. Remember everything you knew and loved about the Power Rangers as a kid? Well, kiss a goodbye because the Power Rangers movie is doing its own thing. Kind of. But also not completely for some reason. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you have 15 seconds to say what happens in the movie. Oh. <laughs> You want to know what happens in the movie? Ten seconds. Uh, um, <laughs> there's a bunch of powers, five kids, uh, and an alien who lives on a hard drive gives them some powers, and uh, there you go. I like that. I actually really like a guy who lives on a hard drive. No I mean, mention of them going swimming, though. I would was say that was pretty good. Was pretty I mean, good. yeah. Well, you can easily just say I mean, it's Breakfast not Club. It is complex, powers. but that was pretty good. Yeah, Breakfast Club meets pa- meets superpowers. It's yeah, and you're done. Yeah. I mean, Breakfast Club meets uh, Chronicle, really. Although, Chronicle, yeah. Chronicle, Chronicle, but yeah. bad. Yeah, there is somebody who'd be very mad about that statement. Um, oh yeah. Like, if you wanted like the, the bad version of Chronicle, then you'd have this one. It's the Breakfast um, Club book ended with action. The first I, about like five minutes in, I just thought it's like the entire CW network and. Um, a Transformers movie got thrown into a blender and just somebody just hit pulse like 30 times and that's what this movie is. They do make a reference to Transformers. They do. They do. They call it out. They're <laughs> Sorry, like, yes, Bumblebee. we know as we're about to construct a giant robot made of our Dinobots. Um, Swords. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Dino They're cars. like, oh, sorry, Bumblebee, as they hit a yellow car. And it's like, okay, well, at least you're acknowledging it. 
Well, I mean, they're teenagers. If they were to hit a yellow fast car, they would make that joke. Sure. They've seen Transformers. This all tracks. I guess. <laughs> then I'm like, why, why would you call a car a bee? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's on Transformers, not on Power Rangers. For Christ's sake. You wouldn't say sorry, Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's uh, let's jump into this thing. Um, I, I think the, the best place for start to start with this thing is with the immediate influences, not counting the original series. They use tropes that work. That Oh, that's fair. You yep. know what I mean? They yeah. just use tropes that work that put the movie together. Unfortunately, they're common tropes. Well, uh, the, the only reason why I say rip off is mm-hmm. specifically with uh, Breakfast Club in mind. Uh-huh. And it, it wasn't really like the They'd mentioned that a lot when they were making the film. that Like, oh, we're going to kind of use Breakfast Club as a framing device, wh- whatever. Um, I mean, fuck, so did Spider-Man. Um, but the thing that really stuck out to me was that Billy and then Brian and the Breakfast Club both end up in their like detention because they have something explode in their locker. And it's like, all right, okay. Okay, let, let's let's take one step back. Like, I, I get what we're doing here, but the nerdy guy and both of them both have things that explode in their lockers, so they mm. both end up in detention. It's like, all right, somebody should have said, all right, maybe we should change why he's in detention for something. I don't know. I will, yeah, I will, I will say the, the thing that really caught my eye first in this is that uh, 360 rotating scene after trying to hide the cow in the locker room. I wanted to oh, talk about this. Did all of you like it? I loved it. I hated it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I... I didn't entirely love it. I thought it was interesting and it was unique. Well, had, but... they, had they actually lit it, you know, so you could actually see what was going on, yeah. it might have yeah. been interesting. But I was like, I, the things I could see I was like, I like what you're doing on a conceptual filmmaking level. I like those things and editing. Absolutely. And just like a long take that's just spinning around in like this crazy wild chaos of whatever they're doing, and then it never pays off or anything like uh, yeah. that. And it's hard to see and you're kind of like, oh, okay. And I think good. that's one of the reasons I just got off to a real bad start with this movie and as I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is the first time I'm going to have to be really super negative about a movie. I hope no one in this business is actually <laughs> listening and then like hold it against me. Um, But like, uh, first of all, the, the first thing we see of our hero, they're making a joke about jerking off a bull. So I was oh. already like, is, oh, really? We're going there? Okay. Also, that kid is so stupid that he didn't realize that the animal with the horns that is the team mascot, the bulls was a boy anyway um but then we get into that that yeah that 360 spinning thing and i was just like please stop 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 like physically i was like stop because like you said it was really dark and i was getting like what stop moving oh god stop moving the camera like i know that was a stylistic choice but like my head was just like no when the actual crash started happening that was pretty cool but oh yeah i had a a traumatic episode because i've been in a crash like that yeah i'm like oh god like See, but I, that, I generally don't like to see those. But that's why I like that sequence and why I like the why I think it worked was because it, it is totally this kid is a, a kid. He's this terrible driver, and like by having that in there and having you going like, oh God, stop, 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 that's exactly what he should be feeling right there. Like it's I not think that's very pleasant. Like it's no, the it beginning be. of the movie, and but, I'm already like, I hate this movie because I'm uncomfortable. But I see I, I and it's like, not like it's a like a like a um like a David Lynch film. Can I know? ask a question though to <laughs> yeah. jump a, a step a step backward in that scene? They had a bull or they had a cow, whatever. Bull. 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 In in this locker room, right? Yep. Whose locker room is that? I the, think it was supposed to be the opposing Okay, yeah, because they say go Tigers later on, yeah. and I was confused on, wait, what's the mascot for their school? It was for the opposing that's team? That's a good point. Let's talk about how lame that is as a prank. To <laughs> no, no, that's not a lame prank. That's actually a pretty decent prank. But no, but, you're bringing that team's mascot to its locker room? Oh, yeah, that's true. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thank you. We've been looking for Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I was we like, named, Go we named Tigers. Bessie, so I got what? immediately confused, and they never really did. They make it clear that I did. I miss that that it's the opposing team. I didn't understand. I mean, that's kind of what I assumed it was. Yeah, they don't make it super. I mean, I'm not asking for them to be spoon fed, but it was just it was it was funny. I was just like, wait. I mean, I think it could have been spoon fed in this regard. Yeah, even as I sit here, I'm like, what? Do they bring it into their own locker room because Jasons are like anti-establishment, or do they bring it into another locker room? Either way, it wasn't a great prank. This is nitpicking, but still, I found it interesting. Sure. (laughs) When did that kid jerk it off? And. Like, why did he think he needed to milk the, the boy questions cow? that matter? What did he I do? mean, clearly this kid's an idiot, and there's a reason he's not in the rest of the movie, <laughs> or or one well, of the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. What did he do with that milk? Oh, <laughs> why is all it so right. thick? Is it already spoiled? <laughs> anyway, my cereal tastes terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, there's also uh, Ed Sheeran in detention. That's really great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. I actually, I really like the entire the first like detention sequence. Like I mm-hmm. like the, I think it's a pretty good introduction to uh, the three of them that are in there. Um, the bulk skull character I could kind of do without, but is uh, that who they were? Like yeah, I no, know. I mean they they don't. There's no bulk and skull in this thing. Yeah, they need. It's a high school movie. They needed a bully, so they put right. the, the ginger kid as the bully. But uh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Typical gingers, uh, yeah. always bullying people. <laughs> They're either bullies or being bullied. There's no normal ginger. <laughs> Oh, if Ryan was still here, he'd be like, I'm a normal ginger. <laughs> I, except he, like, put us in a locker. Yeah. <laughs> Shoved us in a locker and was like, haha, you suck, nerds. <laughs> I'm going to go read yeah, Spider-Man. It, I mean, it was very, the, the detention room was very angsty. Like, the, yeah. the angst level was, like, way up. So it was good. That, was that very, worked. It was very CW. It, yeah. it all felt, yeah. But that, I mean, I, that's kind of what I expect from Power Rangers. Sure. Is that sort of, like, CW-ish, angsty, like, thing i mean i mean you go back to the show i mean yeah. they're not I mean, they say teenagers with attitude is like the classic they mean like, 20 year olds yeah well yeah but i mean still like they're, they're supposed to be kind of grumpy teenagers i don't know why mm-hmm. that makes for the best warriors in the universe but whatever i guess zorda has some odd taste um but yeah i i kind of like the way that they establish that in that whole sequence like i like the way that like jason is immediately immediately ready to stand up for the little guy um I like how they kind of just jettison Kimberly from her like popular clique immediately. Um, and then Billy's set up as the guy who's willing to follow right away. Like they get all like the character tropes out the door and in there, like immediately. And I think they do a pretty good job with it. I'm going to keep saying immediately, apparently the rest of the podcast, you know, Kimberly goes through a tough time cause she cuts her hair with mm, scissors. That's, yeah. that's how girls yeah. deal. But, when we're, I can um, confess this when we are upset, we immediately cut our hair and so, everything is fine. That, after that. And I just do that is, my beard. So I've been really happy for a while now <laughs> <laughs> to jump forward a little bit. Kimberly. So in the, when they're talking about all of their negatives in the fire in the mm-hmm. on the fire scene, Kimberly doesn't want to talk, but it's just because she is the bully. Yeah, I guess yeah. I, I found that so interesting that like she, the movie sets it up as we should feel sorry for her. Fine, like yeah. I, I go, I, I go. Let me be very clear. I went along with this movie, right? But at the beginning. We feel sorry for whatever the friends may be, but at the end, we're sorry. Wait, but she was the bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah end, she's the worst. <laughs> they, also, they also try to figure out like who's to blame for not being able to morph. And then she, at the campfire, she just basically outs herself, being like, "I'm not going to give my secrets." Okay, so you're the oh, one. so you're the problem. You're but the also, problem. <laughs> but also, like, is that the worst secret? Like, I, I guess internally, yeah, I'll take the fact that like whatever secret you may have, it you may have an, uh, trouble with sharing it, and even after all of this. But it's not I'll even t- that big of a secret. Like everyone knows that she did it. Well, so it, it's, oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, can I point that yeah. out though? That scene really bugged me. Where she's talking to him about what she did, um, and she's the victim. Wouldn't no? Where <laughs> she's like, she's like, 
See this picture on my phone of my friend oh, yeah, giving a dude a blowjob? Yeah, <laughs> sharing this picture is the worst thing I've ever done. I'm holding it up. Look at it. Like, look at this picture I took that ev- that ruined all my friendships and is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Yes. Have you seen it yet? And she kind of holds it there for a while, but too. And she's like, look just, at just, it. Just I do, I do like that Jason goes, uh, delete the photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can delete that. And she's yeah. like, you can't erase it. And I'm like, um, you can't. Yeah, yeah. You can. You physically you can. are capable. You should There's stop a little, carrying around. There's a little when you turn 18, in. that photo is going to become a problem for you. Yeah. Delete the photo. Like, can you can you imagine that being your friend and knowing she has a picture of you that she's still showing to people? And she's like, oh, I'm having such a hard life. I feel so bad about doing this thing. And I, if that was my friend, I'd be like, oh, my God, you fucking cunt. Well, <laughs> and there's a deleted scene where she's talking to Zordon. She's confiding in him. And she pulls the phone. I was like, see what's going on? And Zordon's like, what is this? <laughs> Wait, really? No. no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I didn't watch all of the deleted scenes yet, but uh, I haven't yeah. done <laughs> But now I am. <laughs> this picture is why we can't morph. <laughs> Zordon's unaffected. He's crawling around naked anyway. Zordon, what is that? <laughs> why were the other rangers Why does that naked? man have one other? <laughs> there, were, there were no clothes millions of years ago. Uh, I guess, yeah. They just had the, um, the blue scaly just the skin. Suits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a foreign concept. Yeah, I was really disappointed with Kimberly in general. I think that was one of my biggest gripes with this movie. My um, biggest gripe is a controversial one, but go ahead with Kimberly. I just, I, Kimberly was my favorite ranger, as is evidenced by all this pink ranger memorabilia you, you on the table. Quite a bit. Um, in the movie, in the series, like, I loved her, and I was really looking forward to what they would do with her in this movie, and she just sucks. Like, she's she's just all about, like, I mean, they make her, they try to make her sympathetic and make her, like, want to feel sorry for her, but, like, she's, like you said, she's the bully. And, like, then you have, like, the uh, the two girls who are – you're supposed to, like, not like and you're supposed to be, like – like, when they drop the, the putty arm, lands on their car, like, during the battle – they're like, ha, um, but no. They're like, oh, she's that's like, yeah, yeah, she's like, they that's probably what, can't afford to fix that. Yeah, she's like, that's what you get. And I'm like, well, I mean, even though she's kind of a bitch character, or they're trying to make her seem like one, like, she still got, like, revenge porned by Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> How dare you get mad at me for her Yeah, like, up. we're supposed to feel sorry for Kimberly because her friends won't be friends with her after she, like, I mean, she spreads. did stab the wall in the picture with a scissors. That's true. That's pretty dark. I guess after she deserves... She, her, well, she does deserve again, to get her car she, fucked up. <laughs> she cut her hair, which makes everything also, fine. I, they clearly weren't obeying the rules of being a girl. Like, once you cut your hair, yeah. it's like the universe. Yeah. Like, look, I sacrificed too. <laughs> well, and the director said something along the lines of like well uh you know he was defending like the revenge porn storyline and i'm like it's not the storyline that people are having a problem with it's the fact that kimberly does this and there's no consequences for it and you're supposed to feel sorry for her because she she goes to detention sure (laughs) but she gets a haircut at detention so is it really that bad yeah i mean it's a nice haircut and the the detention guy lets her go to the bathroom he's like oh yeah just do whatever you Uh, want in detention that I mean that, but that's sort of like just you see a befuddled man who's just like I don't want to oh. deal with these kids on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah that I'll, mm-hmm. that I'll I've give been to in the a, movie. I, when I was a teacher. I've been in a situation where we did not let a kid go to the bathroom and it went very bad. So I think yeah. it's a good idea to let the kid. Go yeah, to the bathroom. usually it is. Yeah. There's that one kid in Japan who died, or that could be an urban legend. Who knows? <laughs> um, but no, I agree with the whole like the the gripes against Kimberly. It was a very weird thing, and it feels like one of those things was like it was fine like in script, and it's like one of the, like. I'm guessing probably like somewhere down the line of like test audiences like, oh, no, we made a mistake. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> well, that mistake. was like the Kimberly yeah. Jason romance that they ended up downplaying yeah. in the final cut. Yeah. It's like, like it, it does make you wonder, though, how that revenge porn storyline got all the way through all the people it had to get through. And no one was like, uh, this is not a good idea. Well, and like it, it's interesting when you look at how this movie was like made it, specifically like this. 
this has been such a cut down movie. Like there's been mm-hmm. so many reshoots and so many things that went into it. It's like a three uh, hour film originally. Yeah, like a uh, friend Jesus. of the show, Chris from last week, uh, he uh, he helped with like the trailer in this thing, and he said when the first cut they got was about three and a half hours long. Wow. And it's like super long, and they said the tone was just all over the place, from like slapstick comedy to dark teenage drama, and it's like. I feel like they just kind of threw shit at a wall and went, all right, well, we're going to take that, 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 and that, and then try to make a movie out of it. Well, they had like 10 writers on this thing yeah. like throughout the process. And well, and well, they had to give credit to everybody because they had people who wrote like the original screenplay that were fired, like uh, Max Landis, mm-hmm. uh, who had nothing to do with this one, but they still had to give him writing credit because they used the idea like the Breakfast Club thing that he did. So like there's little glimmers the that whole way through. That is a very Max Landis idea. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I listened to a podcast with him talking about it, and he's like, yeah, you know, they told me they didn't want to do on my route, and then I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh. That's just Chronicle. You told me not to write Chronicle, and then you went and made Chronicle. Thanks a lot, douchebags. It's like, like, uh... I am curious. He has a way with words, that guy. I'm (laughs) curious, the two girls that were being bullied, what were they doing in the stall together? Like, in the... the They were waiting for a surprise attack. I guess so. It was just sort of strange. They they busted out laughing. They texted Kimberly, and they're like, come to, like, ladies' room. Right. Um, Guys, we do that all the time. Like, girls go into stalls together. We cut our hair. I mean, we, I just barge like, into stalls with other guys all the time. I just walk in like, oh, you in the bathroom? That's, that's pretty normal. would have been way more fun we if just, that were true. <laughs> what was we, funny I mean, is we just, pee in front of each other. It looked like there was a conversation already going on, and they were laughing off something that they had just spoken about, yeah. and then they just bust out as if the lock breaks off the stall door, which it sort of seems that way. They were tickling. They, I, yeah. I, yeah, it was or, just or strange. They are having a pillow fight. Yeah, we're probably, they were probably having a pillow fight. Yeah. That, that's, no, that's normal. That's what that's what we're doing when we go to the bathroom together. We're having pillow fights. We're cutting each other's hair we're tickling um, toenails we're definitely painting we're, toenails. we're painting toenails well that's why we're I talking it. To, we're definitely talking about boys but really more importantly uh we are peeing in front of each other <laughs> and that's why the stalls are so big and there's so many lines yeah. it's like that's, that's why it takes forever because yeah. they're like room-sized stalls really getting the heart of power rangers here yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, think, I think we're matching the mismatch tone. Those are mysterious movie. creatures. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's move into the uh, what I would consider the elephant in the room. Let's talk about Elizabeth Banks. She that ex- I was just about to say that when you're saying it was all the movie was all over the place, that makes a lot of sense yeah. because Elizabeth Banks was any different movie from everyone. Yes, she else. was. She was in a Power Rangers movie. I no, think. she wasn't. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she yeah. was having fun. Yeah, yeah, at the cost of the movie. Uh, I do not like Elizabeth Banks in this movie, and I thought the I was so I, did like I was so movie. excited for her as Rita Repulsa, and then I watched the movie. I'm like, these kids were making a different movie than her, and since they are the Power Rangers, mm. she should have matched them, not them match her. I don't think, and I don't think Elizabeth Banks is the one to blame. I think it's the writing. It's I blame well, the writer, and the director. Directing. Yeah, the director. Right, right. I would say Both more. those things, and, and but in the sense that like you're killing people, like like viciously. And it was the idea that that her character just kills people in a very vicious way. Like, it made it feel darker and and sort of showed, this is a different path. This is not Ivan Ooze. I'm like, and I sort of appreciated that. Um, I will agree with you, Brian. It was, there were the Power Rangers just kicking kicking and and punching while Rita was just viciously killing. Yeah. And that... I shows sh- you a villain versus the hero, but still, it, it felt like two different tones of movies. Yeah, I mean, because she like straight up murders that dude in the uh, the jewelry store. Like she mm-hmm. gets the putties out, and she goes kill him. And it's not like ah, destroy him or like something power injury. It was just like, no, will you please just murder this man, please? Mm-hmm. Well, she kills that cop and, and the cop. Yeah, yeah, and you you hear about or you hear about it on like a, some, the background radio or whatever. It's in some scene. Yeah. Also, I know you're tired, but why wouldn't the hell would you would you the fisherman leave your keys to the cop? 
and just say, you can lock it up when you're done. I'm going to go home now. It's a small fish yeah, uh, I take fishing sm- town. Small town logic there. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that's really like, I know this cop. I've been friends with this cop since forever. They probably went to school together, had yeah. detention okay. together. That yeah. was one scene I actually <laughs> liked when he was just like, it stinks down there. And he's like, yeah, that's really surprising yeah, that, a great, that a fishing <laughs> ship smells bad. Uh, originally, that guy was supposed to be the uh, Jason from the original Red Ranger, but the, it did not work out. Interesting. Yep. Um, I was just curious how they pulled Rita up like accidentally, but she was also holding her power coin. But she also was able to animate and attack this police officer. But she's been chilling at the bottom of the ocean, and she also like, dropped the power coin when she died. Yeah, so that that was a little. I mean, there, there was a lot of instances of general fogginess in the story of yeah. how. Not that, only that, the logistics of catching the. Okay, so just if we were to break down really quick how you catch how they catch fish, and I'm not a fisherman, I don't know how they do it, but but but, <laughs> but, but like, let's that, break it down. But that net that net catches fish as they. Swim swim it doesn't yeah. go to the bottom of the exactly. ocean and oh, scoop yeah. so that means <laughs> right. that her body was floating so i take this oh, as man. maybe for a second angel grove was in california again and there was an earthquake and then it oh got i'll shook take that loose. no yeah. i'll take that yeah that's yeah. what i'm going to assume oh happened. god thank go god i was worried maybe this movie didn't follow the laws of physics it, no, it no, does no, I'll ta- not I actually, to worry <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that one but yeah but yeah. i was just like wait She's been float. I was thought originally like she's just been floating there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she just floats around. <laughs> Everything ignores her. Yeah. What is this and weird? It's thing? also really Ignore far it. from oh. where they found the power coins. So like she really migrated out there. Yeah. From like maybe she's done like she's in a couple well, laps of the earth. Well, you to know? be fair, she got like thrown in the very beginning, yeah. and then she gets thrown at the end. So she has a habit of being thrown. That's true. So that like her coin is always going to be far from everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's like Captain America's shield; it just comes back to her yeah. wherever mm-hmm. she is. It there knows who its master is. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a big one of the things that happened plot wise that kind of bothered me the most is that thing where like, what happened to us the next day after their car just completely biffs it? They should be dead, sort of thing. And I get that the coins did it. But they're so blasé about it. Like, I'm yeah. suddenly alive. Like, I'm, let's jump over this giant cliff because we'll be fine. It's like the Matrix. I am totally fine with all of that. That's teenager logic. But like, then, that is an idiot teenager. But I then, totally buy it. But then they go to Zordon. They go to. They meet Zordon. They meet Alpha 5. They do all of that. And then they're like, I don't believe in this Rita character. I don't think this yeah. is a thing. <laughs> and they're and and it's almost like where where's the line drawn? And and Scott last night we were watching it with Scott and he mentioned this and he sort of said like wait where's the line where you sort of go like no I'll believe in these powers that I have I'll believe that I got home but you know what this crazy woman who's also in line with all this mess. I don't believe that. Uh, so there's, that. If there's one thing that the last year has taught us, it's that no one will admit that women are capable of being powerful. <laughs> they would believe well, anything before they will there believe that. There is that. And I would also go, they will only believe what they can see. Mm. They haven't seen Rita? That actually is very teenager Yep. Yeah. No, that's you. Flawless movie. But I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> no. then, they should have had teenagers edit this then. Or should have just had another teenager on no, this that episode. No, that happened. It was called Triple X 2. Oh. <laughs> State I, of the I Union? Feel, I feel like I should oh, also Triple explain Pardon me. some of my hostility to this movie, and there is a little bit. Because um, <laughs> I was like, when does it end? Um, God, please don't be listening to this, anyone who can affect my career. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but like I never... Uh, I'm, this is going to come up sooner or later on this podcast because it's, there's so much nostalgia that we talk about. Uh, one time when I was six, I was watching Fraggle Rock, and my parents told me to go to bed, and I refused because I wanted to keep watching Fraggle Rock. And my punishment was to never watch television again. Little little extreme. Um, That's a Rita Repulsa so, level. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> as a result, it was it was like another 10, not 10, like another eight years before I actually watched television. 
So all the things, also I'm older than everybody in here. So all the things that were important to you in your childhood, I missed like all of them. Um, so I never watched Power Rangers. I've never seen an episode. I only vaguely, I watched that one short film that uh, Katie Sackhoff was in. That is literally my only exposure to this mm. world. So this movie, you guys keep naming things. I have no idea what they are. Zorts. I don't know who these characters are. I don't know what the Dinobots are supposed to be called. Zords. I don't know. Is that, it's okay. still Zords. Okay. And then the uh, Dinobots hug and they become oh. Mega Dinobots. Yeah, Mega Dinobots. Mega Zord. Just say Zord. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. It's a stupid word. Um, so I, yeah, so that's like, I, I think this movie was definitely for people who are fans of the show. Uh, if you were not a fan of the show, I, I don't know, from my perspective, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't understand this. I can't take this seriously. So it's, it's definitely not, no nostalgia for me. Well, and, and for me, it. I've always been kind of all outside of the Power Rangers. I've always been aware of it. Sort of like when you're passing a, a landmark, but you're like many streets down, so you can kind of see a faint glimpse of it. You get all the parts like, that seems interesting. And then you just can't be a part of it. So then you're kind of looking at these things from like uh, uh, an archaeological standpoint almost. Just like kind of like, what makes this special? And when I'm watching this movie, it's like I don't get what makes Power Rangers special based off of how this movie is constructed. Mm-hmm. Everything's trying so hard to get to these little parts that are so cool, but like they're ignoring so much else. That's like, okay, I see what you find, what you think Power Rangers are. But then that doesn't seem to jive with what other people who really like Power Rangers seem to think about it. Okay, so there's there's, so there's for things some... that don't quite work or add up that just seem like, well, who are you making this for? Okay, so that's that's the question. So for people like Chris and myself, we're we're in. Like they're making a Power yeah, Rangers movie. Sure. I'm gonna go see it in theaters. Exactly. Um, Jason as well, uh, who saw it with me in theaters. Uh, <laughs> but for somebody who was never like, if you're not interested in this at all, like, would you rather them go for the TV audience and then just kind of enjoy the fact that they're entertaining somebody, or would you rather them go for you, somebody who's never watched it before? Ideally, you try for both. And that's what this did. I think that's what they tried to do. I think they definitely I, I, I tried to did do both. Not succeed because, I, as somebody who's lo- yeah, yeah, I mean, I that, would agree with that more. Yeah. So, but yeah. I've I've watched every season up to Dino Charge. I haven't watched anything from Dino Charge on. But they I've, are Dinobots. Okay, no, 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 that was a particular season. That's just oh. one season. Okay, right. uh, well, it's not just one season. It's a few seasons, but still, like I've watched every everything. And as a diehard fan of this series, where I haven't really missed much of anything. It doesn't really hit home for all the stuff that I love about Power Rangers. It's more of just kind of like winking and nodding at it. Sure. Um, whereas but, I know people who just watch like like Jason just watched the original series. Like, oh, that was fun. It was kind no, of like well, I watched the original. I went. I was thinking about this last night. I watched the original. I watched all the way up to I think Space or Turbo because to do the polar opposite, I'm the youngest in the room, and I really like legitimately grew up from when I was four years old to a certain. I think it was probably until I was seven or eight where I went through space. And Turbo, and then I think around Turbo, when the second movie came out, I dropped off. Turbo to space. Well, and I used to be of the Excuse mind me. that thank you. You'd want, <laughs> I used to be of the mind that you'd want to achieve both audiences. Yeah. And for the longest time, I thought that, but then I've seen so many times now where that's created such an in, like uh, a, a mediocre product and like yeah. something that's like, well, yes, uh, you know, these are decent mashed potatoes, it's, but you need something more with it. It's I, a skill. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I love Star Trek 2009 so much. They did that with that movie, I think. They, yeah. they did a great job of having lots of in-jokes for people who are fans of the show, but also creating uh, an approachable movie for people who've never seen Star Trek. It's and, doable, but yeah, it's really difficult. It's di- and I mean, even reset the timeline in that Star yeah. Trek. Like, they just, I mean, this is, that's going to Star Trek, but... yeah. But it's doable. Yeah. But like you, it is very challenging. And it's it, it, yeah. it, it's it's and there have been that, more failures and successes. And some of that is just that the movie is very much in a hurry to get somewhere. And the movie is 
Like, this movie? Well, very much we hurry. watched a different movie. This movie's not in a hurry to do fucking anything. And then that was part of its issue. Yeah, this is movie's that, in a hurry to take they, its time. They knew they were going to... They thought... I that like they were that. gonna get three <laughs> movies after it, and I think if they knew that, nope, you only get money for one movie, the Rangers would have morphed way earlier in the film. Yeah, yeah, because this movie, like, they, this wants you to get to know all five Power Rangers. That is the goal of this movie, not to show you a Power Ranger movie. This is the prologue. Yeah, this is entirely a prologue because we will get what twenty minutes maybe of Power Ranger action out of a two-hour movie. Yeah, like this is not in a hurry at all and that's actually why I like the movie as much as I do because it actually took a moment to try to teach but you who people are but, but I think that it's not giving that the service like so there's this kind of like I don't know I don't know half of the Power Rangers even when we get to them like the mysterious girl on the mountain dancing who I think she was <laughs> Trini Dini. Trini. Trini. Trini, yeah, like yeah, they do the Dee Dee joke throughout, yeah. which uh, I don't, I, yeah. Oh, so her name's not Dee Dee. No, it's no, Trini. It's Trini. 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 But they, tr- okay. but they do this Dee Dee joke, which even yeah. Rita isn't on, and I'm like, okay, I don't know. Oh, that because I thought that was her name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that joke did not land. No. Oh. And I love this movie. That was a oof. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> but like for as much time as they spend with these kids trying to build their backstory, it doesn't feel like they cared. Like I, like I'm all like. I kind of got what each one, one person was about way sooner than we got to the Power Rangers. And even I was starting to feel anxious, like, okay, there's going to be more to them, right? No, just suddenly this other kid comes in. He's taking care of his mom all of a sudden. Okay. See, I dis- I, like, I totally disagree. Like, this movie, like, the uh, they do, I think they do a kind of a piss poor job with Trini. They try to give her something, but they really don't do anything. The, the whole, like, trying to make her, like, a gay superhero, which is... It's an admirable idea. It, it was, I don't think it, was, I think it was rather poorly executed. But like, I bought Zach's caring for his mom. I totally got that. Like, and I had recently lost my mom, and I watched yeah. this kid caring for his dying mother. I'm like, oh, I get that. That totally makes sense to me. I like that. I also well, felt yeah. uncomfortable at how attracted I was to a teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he's not teenage. It makes me feel <laughs> that's, like better. That's true. Um, that's but then, like, Billy, I think that's why I bought the blue pop figuring. Like, I think the kid who played Billy was phenomenal. I thought Billy was great... definitely the highlight of the movie. Yeah, he was character in terms of actor. Yeah. He was definitely the star of the movie. He felt real. He felt like, way more this. real than yeah. everybody else. And like else. Uh, totally. Ryan, who did, uh, he recorded people, like Ryan of our show, recorded uh, actors talking about this movie. He said out of all of them, the kid who played Billy loves Power Rangers, mm. loves this yeah. movie, and loved being in it. And I think that comes through in it spades. Does. Totally. And like I love the way they address him being on the spectrum. Like They don't make a thing out of it. He just says it, makes it clear of what's going on, and they move on. Like that's And I, I, I bought that. From the friends that I know who have the same affliction, it's... Yeah. It was great to see them treat it with the same amount of care that those friends I have want it treated. On the well, fl- and, and on the, the flip side, though, really quick, Brian, if you kn- if let's say there wasn't a plan for six more films, would you've wanted the same film or would you've wanted more power? Because I would have loved to get a little bit of more of dealing with these power, dealing with the Zords, dealing with like see, morphing and stuff like that. A little bit more. I w- loved what this movie had. Yeah, but I would have. Like I don't, I'm not saying let's add another hour, but I would have no. loved that other side where I'm thinking, you know, the best thing that they could do now financially is probably make this into a TV show and make it a little bit more low budget, and try and make that work. But is it is it not still a TV show? No, it no is. I mean, I mean from this from this. No, I mean I'm not, that was a, so it's still, oh yeah, yeah it's it still, still a TV I, I do show. Yeah. Kind of but it's two different worlds. Bring oh, up okay. what you said about the the relationship taking care of the mother. I think I liked that the most, but I think I wish I had. More of that. Talk oh, more of that. I wish I had. I wish I had more of that taking care of her relationship, or at least, like, why did we take so long to get like get there? Because I was like, that was the real moment, and then everyone else kind of felt fake, except for Billy, who felt like real. It was like him and the guy taking care of his mother. Like, 
don't know, it just it was mismatched. And I, it's harder to put, like when I say it's in a hurry, it's more like it just feels missing. Like you said earlier in the cut, the, they must have cut out more, oh, yeah. more of them or the right things. There's like kind of an element of like what's the right characterization versus like what they had on the screen. And I think his was good and Billy's was good. But like it just feels so disconnected. Sure. This is one of those movies where, just like Rogue One, I want to see the original cut, and then we're probably never going to be able to yeah. see it. Like Rogue One had the same thing where they just redid the ending, and they and in, and there's been articles about how there was this other ending where they survive and blah blah blah. Wrong ending. Yes. But <laughs> but but I, I'm still really interested to see mm. where the original yeah. creative. Creative that stuff's went. fascinating. The original, yeah, well, the, it's really cool to see that, well, and I know we're never going to see Just to jump movie. down that rabbit hole for a second, the original creative ending of Rogue One was to kill everybody, but they backed off of that because he didn't think Disney would allow them to do it. So he rewrote the ending oh. to have them survive, and then like, no, I think they should all die. He's like, really? I can do that? Oh, then I'll do that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. But but yeah. um, but I only, I only mentioned that because in the trailer, there's so many shots that oh, yeah. we didn't see yeah. in the film. And even if it does lead to the bad end, the bad ending, as you call it, um, I still would have been interested. No, I would have loved to no, see it's, more it's of the great. underground London Underground in the future. It's <laughs> great when they put the alternate endings on a DVD, so you can like see what was not done. And and ninety nine percent of the time, you're like, oh yeah, that's the right call. Oh, uh, you want to have a fun one? Watch the alternate ending to Twenty Eight Days Later. Whew. Oh, Is it that, bleak? Oh, it's no, it's bad. It's just oh, it's just bad. bad. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we're kind of running a little low on time here. What? Uh, what have we not talked about that we need to mention beyond Zordon? Can I, can I, can I, I know I feel like I'm monopolizing so much of this conversation, but like, um, Can you complain more about the movie? Yes. No! <laughs> well, let's, yes! Let's be very clear that around the table, um, the fans, as we've identified it, liked it, and obviously you both, I mean, it, it's, it's a mixed feelings yeah. around the table. I think overall we're nitpicking a little bit. I really sure. enjoyed it, but I don't, I'm, but I'll put it this way. I'm probably not going to buy it. I've already bought it. Yeah, Same. I rented course, it last yeah. night to rewatch it. Yeah. Like, I also went in with super low expectations because I had heard a lot about this movie in production. Yeah, and I had known people who had worked on the movie, and a lot of people were like, "It's the Breakfast Club," and then there's like twenty minutes of fighting at the end. Um, so I went in with super low expectations. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked the movie. Um, but that being said, I feel like it was a it was a decent, it was a fun movie. But was it a good Power Rangers movie? It, probably not. It, I don't think it did what it needed to do as a Power Rangers movie to launch the franchise. They needed to do so many things. They needed to make the fans happy. They needed to get people with nostalgia. They needed to get new, like, young fans to inv- reinvigorate this franchise and, like, launch I did really like this, that. They like, got they casted unknown, not unknowns per se, because there is, what's her name, who is the Yellow Ranger? But, Becky G. Um, Becky yeah. G. But I do really appreciate that. But I still relatively rec- unknown. I yeah. didn't recognize yeah. them in the same way that I really liked the original X Men because it came out when I was younger, so I didn't recognize who Halle Berry was. Like I, other than Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, I, I liked how they casted that movie. Like I yeah. like how they cast yeah. unknowns for these kind of films. But but I agree with what he's saying. Like I, I think as like a Power Rangers fan, I, I think you're. I think you're right. I don't think they nailed a Power Rangers movie. It felt like a Power Rangers fan film with a fucking huge budget yeah um well, which is fine i mean i'll en- i enjoy the hell out of it it gave me a power rangers movie i mean it was amb- it was ambitious and you could yeah. tell that it was like handled with care which is i appreciate as a fan yeah and also a lot of fans loved it because it got i mean this movie was all characterization and that's something that the series is not about um well so- that's been weird to watch going like because i watched the original 90s movie mm-hmm. and then i watched the twitch stream of a bunch of episodes of the show and then i watched this and i'm just like 
yeah, there's still for me there's confusion as like, did you guys watch Power Rangers? Yeah. Were, you, were you fans of Power Rangers? <laughs> well, it gave fans what they wanted in terms of like we like fans have always wanted more as far as like characterization and like making the, the like a richer story beyond just like martial arts. I love And the... I think that this movie does achieve that. Like yeah. I think that it definitely it gives the fans what they want and that like that was a piece of the puzzle that was missing. Yeah. Um the the action stuff was cool, but it needed to be like way more of it. Like there was no hand-to-hand comment combat. Um, the, the, you start in this like really awesome, like millions of years ago. Like I thought that set the tone, but then you don't get back to that for like two hours. Yeah. Um, and I think that it just, uh, even the hand to hand stuff, like they ended up cutting that, that fight was even cut down, uh, because of budget stuff. And I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't have designed suits that relied on CGI. Maybe you shouldn't have had villains that relied on CGI. Like, I know you don't want to do foam rubber costumes because you want to make yourself as, as, authentic Hollywood as possible. You want to, you want to like bring that production value. But at the same time, I think there were choices they could have made. Like, did we need to have a whole, we did, did we need to have two like car chases um, with like Jason and the cops and then the kids in the van ending the exact same way with a huge yeah. crash. It's like, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy I, I do those like things, that. but I'm saying <laughs> that like they, there were, there were, cho- as, I mean, talk to any fan, talk to any filmmaker. I'm sure they would have made a variety of different choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they just, Again, I keep going back to that cardinal sin of like they just thought they had so much more. Like even in, in the special features, Heim Saban's like, "This is an origin story. Like we're going to be launching a, a franchise off this," and you can't depend on that when you don't have the audience banked. Like you need that first movie to you need to give it everything that you can. Um, and I think it was more like let's lay the groundwork, and then this movie's gonna like they took for granted that it was gonna do well, um, and that they were gonna have more movies to like play with the rest of it. And I think that they just. Um, the cards didn't line up for them. I think, and that's a really odd assumption because I mean, Power Rangers has always been popular. Like it's always been like yeah. people know what Power Rangers is. Like sure. it's always been uh, in pop culture a little bit. But the first movie didn't do great. Turbo did fucking terrible. Yeah, Awful. as well it should have. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like this movie, like it, it was not the slam dunk guarantee that I feel like the people making this movie assumed it was. And I think that they, I mean, it, it could have been a slam dunk. And I think yeah. that there needed to be more like, again, if you're, if you, you have this movie, this franchise that's like banked on nostalgia, like everyone, more people than I would have anticipated that weren't, that I wouldn't have identified as fans of this movie before the movie came out. were like, I can't wait to see this. We're seeing it opening weekend. And the opening weekend was a surprising, like it, it did 40 something, I think. Yeah, it did but really it, well the first it, it overperformed. Um, because everyone wanted to go see it. And that weekend was the weekend it needed to get everyone in to be like, oh, hey, I just saw Power Rangers, and it was actually really good. Um, and all of the fans felt that way, but there weren't enough of, like, the general public pulled in from, like, the way that that movie, from the way the movie performed for them to keep bringing in that audience. Yeah. And I, this is a total non sequitur, but but I, one point I really wanted to make was like the, there were two things that really bugged me more than anything else about this movie. One was that revenge porn shit, and the other one was the and I don't know this may be the show because again I don't know, but like when they walked in there as a group and that little robot dude was like Alpha Five, okay, was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, was like. And you're colorful, whatever. And you're also colorful kids, pointing out that it is full diversity, which is great that every kid is a different color. We have a lesbian. We have, uh, you know, we have kids from all colors. It's all good. We're all represented. And then uh, Brian Cranston 
um, has a name, I'm sure. Zordon. Okay, Zordon. Zordon. Dinodon. Yeah. Is that why they're called Zords? <laughs> because they're Zordons? Sure. So, okay, whatever. We'll just say yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to understand. Not real. I'm not really trying. No, you're not. Uh, I'm trying to be comedic. Um, so, uh, so, like, then he's just like, Jason, you're the white boy. You should be the leader. Like, honestly. Well, he's the Red Ranger. Uh, yeah, he's so the, the Red, Red Ranger. Ranger. Okay. the leader. Well, okay, though. He picked it's, up the red coin. But, like, because he's a fucking white boy. Like, <laughs> That that is if that is not a symbol of, of unearned, in this world unearned fucking privilege. I don't know what it is. Like you get to be in charge because it's a you valid... picked like you picked up the red stone and it's like yeah that's just Coin. like white dudes <laughs> they're like you were born white therefore you get to be in charge of everything. Otherwise, so, otherwise I don't would... know maybe this movie is a commentary on privilege. Never mind. <laughs> no, no, take no, it back. See, they didn't want to make a gimmick movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will want to ask the two big time Power Ranger fans in the room because personally we're going to jump and I'm, I'm happy to show you this video after all of this after the podcast is over but there was a fan He's made, pointing at me there was a, yeah sorry there is a fan made Power Rangers film that was on YouTube it got pulled because Spawn oh she mentioned it, it earlier yeah, okay, yeah. So I, yeah. actually yesterday I, Wait, worked I thought with, it was Adi what's his name um, yeah Adi Shekhep yeah Adi Shekhep yesterday I, I worked with a guy who was actually on that movie and he was showing me stills I would have loved for that film to exist never Never in a million years. Same. Really? That is fucking yeah. sacrilege to Power Rangers. It was oh, also, I loved it. It was designed. I loved it. And this guy was even telling me it was designed to be controversial. Like, that's yeah. why they made it, was to piss oh, people I loved off. It. And I liked the combat in it for like two seconds, and then the rest of the movie, it's fucking bullshit. And it's like, blech. I think that's why I was really interested to see how they handled that in this movie, because like Power Rangers and like Dark and Gritty are like diametrically opposed to each other. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're dealing with like this fun, campy yeah. series with kids in rainbow spandex, and then you're trying to make it like Dark Knight, Dark and Gritty. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it definitely needed to. I mean, I, I, I think it it maintained a decent balance as far as like between like the campiness and like I feel like it was a good mix, but. Um, I, I agree I, with that. No, it's definitely they are they are definitely juxtaposed. I just thought it was a really cool take and I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I liked it because I don't know the show. That, and yeah. here's my point. This is exactly it. Is because in the like, if you would have seen that movie, w- let's extend that out. I know it's not. I know from the other people in the room, it's not great, and it goes against. It's not Power Rangers. Rangers, and that goes would back you've, though to the question. Yeah. But would you have watched? Would you have wanted to watch that movie more than this one? Yeah. And but that and goes back to the go. question yeah. over what's your priority sure. appealing to fans? Or yeah. Oh yeah. To new yeah. And like in this one, tried to do both. But yeah, yeah. Yep. The, the, the long That's of the short, like that movie point. to me, I wouldn't. I mean, I would have seen it because it's Power Rangers. Got but shot it's just, in the head and it just bounces. That was so cool. It was just. It's just not Power Rangers. Yeah, like, I, I get why it isn't. Yeah. I just really liked it. Yeah. yeah. The power, like the Power Rangers subreddit, like loathed that movie. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who posted it got like zero. Like it's just immediately just downvoted but they, but they watched it. And that was the point they did, is yeah. they intentionally made something that would piss people off that would go Oh and on. you know the thing is and I get that and I, I'm I'm fully embracing like alternate takes and if he were to make another totally. one I'd watch that one too. Like I like all four like you know take something make it your own. That's like yeah. that is what fans should do. That doesn't mean I want to watch a two-hour version of it. And it's also controversial because of the copyright issues. I mean, the yeah. production value of that was really high for a fan film. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they shouldn't have put tits in it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. if that movie didn't have tits, it probably would have done better. It, if this yeah. had come out post-Axanar, they would be in way worse shape than they are now. Yeah. Um, but I think that's we've hit pretty much everything. We didn't really talk about Zordon much. He's just kind of a dick in a wall. Fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about the suits? Do we have time to talk about the suits? We can talk about the suits. Do you like the suits? I don't like the suits. I hate the suits. Yeah, they're bad. 
Um, I the whole and the whole the whole like thing they do with like why do you, why are you giving them civilian powers? Which by the way they inherited like they pulled that from Disney started doing that when Disney bought the franchise. Yeah, I got them on my s- laptop over there, Dino Thunder Man. Oh yeah, there you go. They started <laughs> trying to infuse them with the civilian powers. I'm like, why are you doing the things that like originally morphing was like the thing that gave you the powers, and in this movie it's just about armor at that point. Yeah, and I'm like okay, but the thing is, is once they morph, they never use their armor to like they never get hit. Nope, not once do they get hit. Um, so I'm like, why are you talking about armor? By any As point? someone try who in their last movie, the last one we talked about was trying to figure out the hierarchy of the morphing. I'm glad to watch that one first because this made no sense. I was <laughs> well, like, the, so why are you doing this this way? Why do you need this now? Why can't you morph now? What's the like? What I don't get? Huh? But well, I they had do that explain knowledge. it in this one. Yeah. They do fully say you don't elevate the fight until the enemy does. Right. Yeah. But like the the, the thing is, I totally agree. Like they're all about like we need to get our armor so we can fight Rita. And it's like once they get the armor, it's like well you're doing everything you were doing before. It's just now you, there's CGI people instead of you. Yeah. Right. You were still fighting putties when yeah. you weren't morphed and you did that just fine. They, there's one throwaway line of like, oh, this is so much better in armor. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they never really got their asses kicked other than when they were Rita tied them up and. When they weren't wearing their armor. But yeah. I or in the hologram that. areas. Yeah. 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 But like the, I agree. I think the suits the, were just, I think they were a poor design. I think it was kind of trying to cash in on the design of Iron Man a little bit. Um, which I heard a lot before I, I actually looked at them. I looked at them like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. They were just uh, very overworked. I do like the, the galaxy thing in the chest. I thought that was kind of a cool way um, to kind of make it themselves. But I, I miss the classic design, like the ones that we have here. I think there's a reason but why people... You can't like, get that and have the same movie we saw. It's campy. Yeah, That's I mean, I'm not saying... Yeah. You can have no. Rita Repulsa. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that I have the answer to whatever the costume should have been. I, it, it obviously couldn't have been what was on the series because you need to plus it up. Yeah. Um, it couldn't have been the first movie, which, I, I mean, I love the first movie suits. Yeah. Um, but they were a little... I mean, obviously, those were a little campy, too. Um, they're, the, the, the design behind those was, like, they wanted to make the Rangers feel like Cadillacs, is what the yeah. those costume designers were talking about. But for these ones, like, again, like you said, like, the like I liked the the attempted visual tie-in of, like, the morphing grid and, yep. like, how that all worked. Um, but uh, I just didn't... I just don't think that they were very visually pretty. and no. they, And they... I mean, they look okay in the dark, but as soon as you start putting any kind of light on them, they just look cheap. I think they should have been brighter. Like, I feel like yeah. the, the yellow should have been more yellow. The pink should have been more pink. Well, like, and they, they push all those colors in the marketing now yeah. because they're like, oh, we should have done that. Yeah. So, there are like, times when yellow looked a little green. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, yeah. they just didn't, like, they're, they're a little too muted. Like, they should have popped. Like, there's something about Power Rangers that's inherently dorky and cheesy. You're having kids sure. wearing suits fighting big rubber monsters. And I think I think they should have leaned into that just a little bit. And there's the difference of why I was trying to figure this out because as I was watching this, I was like, last week I went on a rant about why Battleship is so great yeah. because it's so terrible. Yeah, this movie is movie. terrible for me, and I didn't feel anything great about it. And I think that's why because there wasn't this like there wasn't enough of a like they didn't go all the way there. They didn't yeah. go can't like either make a serious movie or make a campy movie. It's like kind of what happened to Snakes on a Plane. It's like you can't have it both yeah. ways. It yeah. felt like they're a little embarrassed of their source material. Yeah. That's that's it. That's what yeah. it is cuz I've come around to it like I think for as unapologetic as this franchise has been throughout history. It was like, "Oh, well, you know, we want to get the people who don't really like it. Well, we're sorry yeah. for that. We'll make it look dark." I kind of wish the movie had said "fuck you" to me or like "fuck me." Mm. And just been like, "We're going to be colorful. This isn't going to make any sense, and you're going to be on board with it because we're just doing our thing." Make a choice. Make and a choice. I've I've turned I've I've turned to that more so now after watching these takes, these simmering melting pot of ideas. It's like, "Just be what was so cheesy about it." I, I like cheesy way more now than i thought i did and this movie kind of especially now that. you have a kid everything's yeah. cheesy now right 
But like there, there's <laughs> it, Power Rangers would not still be on the air today if people weren't inherently okay with the cheese factor. Sure, like, like exactly. They, it wouldn't still be mm-hmm. around. I, I still wouldn't be watching it. Like, like it wouldn't. It would have failed. So the idea that this movie was so afraid to lean into that cheese, I, that's, for my opinion, the cardinal sin. Like that's if they had just kind of embraced what it is, I think it would have been a more successful film. I still enjoy the movie because sure. it's a Power Rangers film, but yeah. at the same time, like that, uh, there's a reason why I will still like the original movie more than this one because right. the I original this was movie, a perfect movie. Like that's when is. you came in hot. So if that's if that's the bar, I mean, whew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, like it's yeah. I, I can. I'll, I'll. But I and I win. But I will say you don't. And you guys are going to disagree with me. But I will. Say, I disagree. This movie versus Ivan Ooze, Mighty Morphin. I would actually watch Mighty Morphin again before I watch this one. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally because that movie it leans into it. It knows what it is. Yeah, the one the one thing I brought it up on every. So I time, thought you were talking about the show. Oh no, no 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 no! If I'm doing a watch a movie again, I'd yeah. rather watch that one. Yeah. Um. But. The one thing that I'll bring up that I've brought up every time I've ever done a Power Rangers episode on anything that I really find funny is during the first movie, uh, Saban was determined to try to make a helmet where you could see the actors' faces. Yeah. Yep. You can look at all like the behind-the-scenes promo stuff, and those masks were horrendous. Yeah, they were bad. Just awful. And then he gets full control of this movie, and guess what happens? Yeah, you see their faces. Yep. <laughs> At least these, and these. I thought in this that was movie, creative, by the way. I, I think I think they creative. made it work. It's definitely way better than what they had back in the '90s when they made the other movie. Yeah, I mean, literally in the '90s, all they did was literally take out the mouthpiece and the visor, but the helmet was the same. Whereas in this movie, like, it, it changes a little bit when like their faceplate morphs away. Mm-hmm. It's a little so, bit like a uh, Mystic Force. Um, <laughs> not Mystic Force. I was thinking of um. Like uh, Lights Be Rescued did the the visors where oh, like, the true. visors cleared out. I was thinking the one with the capes. Don't they have the Clearly, the table is divided. <laughs> oh, no, I know you're talking about. I have yeah. no I idea. I thought they what, had that yeah. one. I, th- I could be wrong about the series. But, no, they don't. Um, like, yeah, the it's the one who's like the light like... blue one that does. <laughs> Am I thinking the wrong? I think you're thinking. I think you're guys, thinking of something else. Guys, hmm. there's three people at the table who have no idea what's That's going okay. on. That's okay. We let we, we, we went on like a 10 second tangent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone way um, worse. But I th- yeah, I think like what I I think that this movie they were like we've got this movie let's make it more serious let's make it like like let's please the adult fans because they know that they've got adult fans like that's a lot of those people who were kids when the show was at its prime like are now the adult fans, um, but they've also got the series so like the series has become sillier and sillier uh, over the last I mean it's always I mean it's Power Rangers but like it's become especially Kitty. And I feel like they've done they've done that because they're like, okay, we're going to start this movie franchise. We've got this movie franchise that serves our adult fan base, and we've got the series, which like now we can lean a little more toward into like the kitty stuff and like the visual gags and these sorts of things. Um, and so I'm interested to see how they reconcile the series in the future if they don't keep going down this movie route. Um, but the movie, um, that's, I was a little surprised when they were talking, when Dean Israel, uh, Dean Israelite, the director was talking about how they, you know, it's for kids, it's for families. And I'm just like, I mean, I saw the movie and it's not super kid friendly. I would not call this for kids. Yeah, no. Like it's, without, with like the darkness yeah, like the and like, they, they drop I mean, a couple like shits and. It's PG-13, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not, by the number alone, it's not necessarily for kids. Kids. They yeah. kill a, a they child. Open in this with movie. A, they yeah. also open with a joke about masturbating a bull. So. Yeah, so the, uh, there's two masturbation joke, masturbation joke. Yeah. yeah, there was. Yeah. The, I morphed in the I'm, shower. Left. Yeah. 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 Oh, yep. I missed that. Oh. Yeah, and then in like the, uh, the bloopers, even uh, Brian Cranston leads into that one. Oh, then morph again. Just, yeah. just do it right now. Then. <laughs> 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 
Oh, Zordon, you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are fucking teenagers, dude. Yeah. Like, that's gross. Yeah, that's the thing, though. These are teenagers. But that, they're and they teenagers. Make that they're joke. masturbating. Yes, but he constantly. shouldn't be making that joke. <laughs> right, right. He's like a thousand years old. Uh, or something. I, Zordon or Cranston? Uh, yes. <laughs> wow. uh, well, Billy or the actor? Oh, good I bye. think it's time for quotes. Mm-hmm. Quotes, okay. quotes, quotes, quotes. I'm going to go first because it was... I was uh, like, yeah, who wants to start? Yeah. Uh, now, my quote for this one, it, it's not necessarily the best line in the movie, but it's the the first time that I went, oh, he's the best part of this movie. Um, I am sensing a Billy quote. It is definitely a Billy quote. Uh, no, no, I, I can I go first. Yeah, let somebody else go first. I, I think it describes this table perfectly. Uh, <laughs> I guess the father from the guy from Gilmore's Girls, who, 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 the the father of Jason. I don't know that actor, He's but uh, David Denman. Well, sorry, David Denman from The Office. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I don't think we're ever going to ex- understand each other, and yeah. I really think that when it comes to like the discussions we've had today, versus people who have grown up or have watched Power Rangers versus who haven't. That perfectly describes how this movie came out. Sure. Uh, <laughs> mine is a, it's a Billy quote, and it's a, when he's uh, in the Zords, and he goes, uh, yippee ki yay mother! Mother's good. Mother's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I love this guy. He's great. I have the, like, I loved when Rita Repulsa, because of the fact that, that Elizabeth Banks just leaned so far into being a supervillain, that I love when she's just like, look at you, trying to figure out my plan. I'll just tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And this is not what I picked, but the whole thing with like a Krispy Kreme. We didn't talk about this, but yeah. yeah. I'm kind of glad we didn't. I think everyone's hammered the Krispy Kreme thing so much. Brian, is this podcast sponsored? Or should we we name? (laughs) There are no Krispy Kremes on the table. We're sponsored by mattresses. Shut up. I want Krispy Kreme. Um, So my sponsor? My quote is the, where the mother of, Trini? Trini? Trini. 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 Okay. Yeah. The mother of Trini like just storms over to her at the table and he's like, she's like, pee in that cup! <laughs> and just the way she delivers that line I thought was funny. It was. It, it was. was. I, I saw it in the trailer too many times. I yeah. Didn't watch the trailer I, I, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I watched no trailer. Uh, I had two quotes. Um, I liked uh, when they're about to die uh, and fall into the pit of fire and <laughs> Billy has his thank you for being my friends. Um, I thought that moment resonated well for me. Because um, like Power Rangers at the end of the day is all about like, you know, having a larger purpose and coming together and like, you know, friendship and unity. So mm-hmm. um, I appreciated that as like a franchise fan. Um, and then there's the quote that, um, Emily, you mentioned earlier about five kids, five colors, five differently colored kids. Um, I thought, <laughs> I like that quote just cause it's just like, I mean, it's, it's Bill Hader cheesiness, but I love it because it's just like, I mean, that's what it is. It's just like, it's five kids, five, they're five different colors. They're, you know, Power Rangers has always been about diversity as far as like, they've always had a multi-ethnic cast and, um, it was good. It's, it's just a good, um, even though it's not necessarily a kids movie like I was just talking about, but it's it's a good like thing for kids to be able to see like, oh, I mean, there's an opportunity in that movie to see yourself in a lot of the different characters. So I appreciated that. I still think the best Bill Hader line was the, we'll kill you. Kill me? How? I was <laughs> 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 <is> so excited. <laughs> he had lots, I watched the outtakes for the first time last night and he had a bunch of good, um, he had a bunch of good one-liners as, I mean, he's Bill Hader. I mean, that's why they hired him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the one when he's walking with them. Like, yeah, you guys look oh, cool, but yeah. we need to get somewhere. You can speed up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the review system for today is going to be... We've done this one before, but I don't mm. mind. Uh, any 90s property. 
property? Property. So that could be define... a moot. Uh, how do you define? I don't. I'm at. You created the fucking thing. That's, yes. That's that's my response. Any '90s property, whatever you want. Like we're just comparing it. Yeah. So I'll go first because mine's going to be really on the nose, but okay. I'll make it easy. I'm going to go with VR Troopers. Uh, we are VR, virtual reality. Um, virtual Supreme, virtual reality. I'm I sorry. like it. Um, so I go with that one mostly because that one kind of had the same problem in the idea of like, hey, we want to do this show about kids morphing to have a bigger purpose, but they leaned a little too serious when they should have gone a little bit more campy and it would have been more fun. Okay, I'll take that. And I know one of the editors from VR Troopers, and she's still just like, you watched that? Why? And I was like, it was great! She's like, it wasn't. <laughs> it was, by definition, terrible. And they, were, they were splicing together like three different shows. Now, I'd leave it on at work where she's just like, why are you, like, I don't want to watch it ever again. It's like, yes, you do. This it's is right. us vamping so the rest yeah. of you guys can figure yep. out your yeah, nice definitions. No idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, I got one. Uh, I think it's called the the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. It was that nineties mm. late late nineties update where they tried to have like a an internety VR thing that he jumped into and and it just kind of tried to toe that line the way this movie does of just both people who've never heard of Johnny Quest the original and like that or people who were really fans and it just it, as history goes just from what I've read on the Wikipedia it didn't work out the way they intended. Um. Porsche Armageddon. Didn't that come out in 2000 or 2000? Shut up. No, it did not. <laughs> it was yeah. definitely it was like was 96 or 97. Um, oh. I've, I, because it's a team and it's, it, and it's, there's some silliness and, uh, the world's ending. And I don't know. Just the scene of, uh, fucking Steve Buscemi sitting on that bomb <laughs> being like, I'm going to fuck this bomb. Like uh, Dr. Strangelove. That's what this movie felt like. Fair enough. I'm just going to be finally one you didn't use Mad Max for. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I don't want to profane Mad Max. I'm offended by that. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought of my mind is that this is a movie that while they tried to bring to today's day and age, it just it didn't succeed. We'll disagree with this because I walked out going like, "That yeah, was good. It was fine. It was like I'm not like loving it, but it was fine." And that's sort of how I came out of this movie. And I'm thinking like it's some one of those things that maybe it just should it may have just in the bubble of the nineties worked and today if you tried to do it, audiences may not be pulled to it. Similar to how pongs are, if you guys remember those. Pogs? Pogs, that's thank you. Uh if you guys know what pog you remember pogs? Nope. Yeah. No I one do. around the table. I do. <laughs> they were circular discs that were about that were about uh what would you call it? About a little bigger than a bottle cap. And yeah, it's about would, like the size of like a half dollar. Yeah, half dollar, and yeah. you would slap them down, and it'd be a trading card. It's a version of a trading card game, and it lasted for about five to six years in the 90s, and then died. Five to six years? I think I had mine for like six months before. I was like, yeah. well, this was a bad idea. Yep, this was dumb. Shouldn't have spent money but on it was just, of it was like It was like the 90s version of playing jacks. <laughs> I think it, it, but, I had the best slammer in the world, man. Like It was great. There you go. But yep. like, but do you think it could work today? It didn't work then. <laughs> <laughs> They had Power Ranger Pogs for sure. Oh yeah, I had a bunch of them. I, I lost my Black make your own one. Pog maker. Was, oh, so mad. They didn't make your own Pog Dang. maker. Dang. Anyway, last but not least. Oh man, I'm spacing on the night. Now you says we are troopers, and that's all I can think of because of Zordon <laughs> and the hard drive. Yep. Because <laughs> literally, I'm, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly Zordon is in this movie, just because he's a dick in a wall. They capture the, hmm. the he's his essence is captured in the ship, and I'm like, okay, so is he AI? Is he? I think of the Jor-El kind of thing from Superman, mm. Man of Steel. Okay. Oh, uh, see, I thought he was kind of like. Um, Johnny Depp in the end of that terrible movie. 
Uh, you're going to be way more <laughs> The one where he turns into a computer. Oh, Transcendence. Mm. I didn't hate that movie. Ugh. Oh, oh, it's bad. <laughs> I watched it on TV, but like I didn't. So hate, did I. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hate that. It was interesting to watch. That's a very kind way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, we're, we're still vamping, so you can get one. I mean, I'm going to probably have to go with my so-called life, just because. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said property. He didn't say movie. Yeah. yeah uh, that was very, well, neither is VR Troopers, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. I, was, I mean, I, I just feel like just in terms of how, I mean, I, I didn't want to say Breakfast Club again, because everyone and their mother has said that at this point. Even my father, who, like, we went to go see Rogue One, and they played the Power Rangers trailer, and he leans over, because, like, they, it's very Breakfast Club until the last, like, two seconds where they show the flash of, like, the Ranger suits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I'll go with that. That works. That works. All right, so that's everything for today. I'm glad we all agree on how great this movie is. Sure. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely the conclusion we reached today. (laughs) You guys might have even brought me down a little bit on it, which is very upsetting. I'll just have to watch it again to cleanse my palate. Um, You have a little tassel on the late at night. You're like, rah, rah, Power Rangers. (laughs) No, it It is is a good movie. It is good, goddammit. Emily's wrong. (laughs) The fan in fan in me loves the movie. Yeah. Me and the the, the, the Hollywood and me is like they should have done some some things differently, but that is an excellent way to put it. Like Power Rangers fan, yeah, it's great. Movie yeah. fan, ah. yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, yeah. Uh, so next week we have uh, this whole episode was about nostalgia. Next week's movie is entirely about nostalgia. It definitely is. Uh, we're talking about Train Spotting Two next week with a good friend of the show, Elliot Campos, who's on his way over to our apartment right now because um, we're recording this in the future. Don't give away secrets. Uh, I like giving. <laughs> they're not secrets; they're teases. Um, so thank you so much for uh, Chris for coming out. Do you have anything you need to plug? Anything you'd want people to listen to, or watch, or experience? Follow Celestial Fury on Twitter for the latest updates on my 12-year-old Power Rangers fan film. That's Can you say that again? What is it? Celestial Fury. Celestial Fury. Okay. Yes. Oh, I thought you said Slush Joe. I'm like, I what? Yeah. Slush Joe. I thought said Slashes of Fury. You, you really need to grab that, that username anyways. Yeah. Now Slush that Joe Fury. Slush <laughs> because that is awesome. Maybe that make that your personal like Slush Joe Fury. Yes. Yeah. So Celestial Fury. Check it out. This year's the 10-year anniversary of when we actually shot it back in Chicago. So. Nice. Uh, aiming to get it through in these next couple months because if it gets older than 10 years, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few films like that that eventually it's, like, it's just not coming out. Yeah. Yep. It's going to come out one way or the other. Yeah. Mine is existing on a hard drive, which I've watched a few times and going, I should have done better. Mm. But it didn't have power gen, so that's what I get. <laughs> uh, Jason, anything to plug? Uh, Twitter handle, uh, the Jason William. And uh, for Comic Con 2017, because we're got, this is going up on Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, this go- so if you are at Comic-Con this week and are listening in, uh, go to RottenTomatoes.com slash Y-O-S and you guys can – and you could state your unorthodox or un, uh, your controversial opinions for a movie and just sign up there. That's Your Opinion Sucks, correct? It's Your Opinion Sucks at the Omnia nightclub. Um this uh, this coming – was it this Thursday, this Friday, Thursday. and Saturday? Oh. So today, tomorrow, and Saturday. Today. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, I did that once, and I had Scott Mance literally scream at me, my I opinion st- sucks. I still need to get your footage. <laughs> I will probably be at the Thursday panel. Oh, that's, today's that's, panel. Cool. Yes, today's panel. Yes. But I, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to, I don't want to be yelled at. But, <laughs> but I will be there, and I will wave at you. You don't get yelled at. You don't get yelled at. It's, it's, you get yelled it? at. You definitely get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just like, you know, power Speaking from experience, you definitely get yelled at, either by the people at the table or everyone around you, you will be yelled at. 
but it's some good fun. I had a great time. I I had a great time. I loved it. I can defend myself pretty well, but I don't know. Maybe I I don't know. By the time you leave today, I'll probably have convinced myself. (laughs) (laughs) I would highly recommend going. It's it's one of my favorite panels at like every convention. And we, it's a lot of fun. And without giving too much away, without ruining any surprises, we've. I won't. Don't want to use the word revamp, but we're definitely adding a lot more fun. We're adding a lot more guests. Not not just critics are coming. Um, and yeah, and, and, and we're, and we understand that it's Comic-Con, so we got to go big. And that's why we're doing it for three days at the Omni and Nightclub nice. space. Yeah, I wish I was going to Comic-Con. From I would definitely a, go to it. From one to two thirty every day or from 12, show up at 12. 12 to two thirty. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So that's everything for today. Thank you so much for everybody for coming out and bye. bye. May the power protect you.